0: film has been or will be released the greatest of all time this show will find that film this is the greatest film of all time according to me but Brandon. welcome back to the greatest film of all time according to me for another week I am your intrepid me, Brandon Maynard. Uh, It's the show where we delve into the depths of film to crown an undisputed champion. That's the crowd loving my intro uh, statement thesis, my podcast uh, premise sentence. Uh, Everyone just get used to it. This is what the show is, is what it's about. And that's how I'm going to introduce it from now on. Okay. (sighs) What else I got? (laughs) My brain is broken, guys. I am not sleeping well. uh, And it's not because the baby is here. Baby Watch 2023 as of this recording. Baby is in the womb. (laughs) Uh, No, I have uh, had a series of stupid things that keep me from sleeping a lot. Uh, Let's see. I hurt my neck. And then I couldn't like sleep on it in any way. None of it was comfortable and I just was hurting all night. And then I finally felt okay and I hurt like my, like shoulder (laughs) while my neck was still a little sore. And then the uh, air conditioning went out and uh, that was the hardest one because I am a baby. And if it is one degree above what I'm expecting it to be, what I'm used to, I can't sleep. Flannel sheets don't help. It was 80 degrees. Guys, I'm tired is what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, But, guys, it's March Madness for you. For me, it's February, but it's so close to March Madness that uh, the Turner of Champions is on uh, Food Network, Guy Fieri's uh, game show. So, you know, it's basically, I'm basically there with you guys. And, uh, by the way, I, this might be like a hot take. I don't know. I like Guy Fury. I like that show. It's got a lot of Top Chef people, and that's that's a show I watch a bunch of, uh, a bunch of. I've watched every episode, so a bunch of it I've watched. Um, and I just like him. He look, he's like a cartoon character, and I at, at one point I definitely didn't think much of him, but I, I enjoy him. What I'm saying is, guys, don't judge a book by its cover unless you're like trying to buy a book. Uh, am I the only person that's like? if that book cover doesn't look good, I'm not buying the book. So what are we even talking about? Of course I'm going to judge it by the cover. What else do I have to go on? A name? It's March Madness, guys. Uh, I'll stop saying guys. I keep saying that. Hey, people, it's March Madness. (laughs) Which means it's time to find the greatest college basketball film of all time and i don't feel like watching Hoosiers Hoosiers or uh Blue Chips and those are the only two i can think of besides this one so we're going with a hidden gem that i don't remember if i liked or not <laughs> so maybe it's just a hidden film uh it's called The Sixth Man i i don't i don't know if anyone's ever heard of it <laughs> i i know i i i don't know how it came into my life i might do a little research on this one because I just don't really know a lot about it, other than I, I watched it, and I can't imagine why unless it was a big movie and it's it was big at the time, and no one ever talked about it again. I just feel like it it wasn't um i I vaguely remember the plot um it was <laughs> huh okay, it's one of the Wayans's <laughs> i pretty sure it's Marlon uh he's in this and He's with the guy, I believe the guy from different strokes. I'm not as confident on, as the, on, the, on the second one, but I know I know it's a, a weigh-ins. I think it's Marlon. Um, I clearly wasn't 100% confident on the first because <laughs> I prefaced it by saying, pretty sure, Marlon? Either way, those are the leads. They're brothers. One of them dies. Uh, I believe the, the latter. I believe the, the fellow from different strokes, if I'm right on who he is. And then he kind of haunts slash helps the college basketball team that he left behind. I think he's like good. I think the brother is a bench player. Uh, it, it's sort of like angels in the outfield, uh, angels in the bleachers. No, no, that wouldn't work because the bleachers aren't. Angels in the backcourt. <laughs> the equivalent has to be on the court, right? Because they're in the outfield. They're helping whatever. Uh, I think this movie is probably bad, but I'm pretty excited to rewatch it just because it, that doesn't seem prestigious. doesn't mean it is not the greatest film of all time guys. Like the room is a really fun experience. Does that mean it can't be the greatest film of all time because it's awful. (laughs) I disagree with this person, this theoretical person I'm talking to. I think, um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to watch this. It could still be the best of all time. Right? Right? Yeah. Right. I thought so. Um, What else do I got before we go in? This is going to be a, a short intro. Is there anything else going on in my life? I don't think so. Kate's still pregnant. Check. Uh, We don't do a lot. I don't leave the house. Our dance classes, We we took our had our last dance class before baby and now I just kind of sit around waiting um hmm I'm watching any good TV I'm watching The Perfect Match it's awful and I love it and I hate like I really do hate it there are very few people on it that I can stand <laughs> But it does have someone from the cutie season of Love is Blind. Guys, cutie talk. There was a, after the altar, they talked briefly about the cuties, but it was shot before the reunion, so it's useless. <laughs> I still think, I I contend that I could do a weekly podcast about the cuties uh, situation. Now, I think this show is proving maybe I'm an idiot and wrong because I, I can't even stay on topic to talk about a a movie, The Sixth Man. Uh, But I will be talking about it later. (laughs) And I will talk very briefly about the cuties right now and that I have no new cuties information. (laughs) All right, y'all ready to play some... You know what? I need like a song. I got it. All right, we're going to play the Harlem Globetrotters song because uh, this is a basketball week and we're not talking about cuties. We're talking about the six man. We're talking about one of the Wayanses and maybe the guy from Different Strokes. Let's hear it. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is a jam. You throw this in the back half of Frozen, you got yourself a Best Picture nominee, right? Globetrotters are weird. They play the same team every game, and they beat them every time. I don't think they follow the, the rules of basketball, but they got a great theme song. All right, so <laughs> that's it. I clearly had nothing, and you suffered through it. Uh, let's go. Let's watch this movie. Go find it. I bet it's. I bet it's not streaming anywhere. <laughs> uh, so let's all go find it together, shall we? I can check my app. This is a. a a plug an unpaid plug the real good app hey it's on tubi guys oh yeah it's on tubi for free let's go watch it everybody i'll see you after this break halftime it's halftime I should have something to say when we come back, right? (laughs) Like, I I already came up with my, uh, the undeniable intro to the podcast where we delved the depths, uh, into, oh my gosh, I already forget. Uh, what, what's, what do I say when I come back? We've ascended from the depths of the sixth man. I don't like it, but we're going to do it anyways. Welcome back to the show. I hope you didn't watch this movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Let's start with what I got right. It was Marlon Wayans. I don't know if I can claim that I was right on that because I wasn't sure which one. Uh, but it was indeed the guy from Different Strokes, uh, Kadeem Hardison. I couldn't pull that name for some reason, uh, but it's a rad name. So I really don't know why. Uh, I for sure watched some of uh, Different Strokes when I was younger, but I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. <laughs> I feel like I they all like hang out in a cafeteria. or Maybe I saw one. And they're in a cafeteria. Was it like a high school show? Like was it was like Save by the Bell. But I, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, college? was Maybe it was like a dining hall. It doesn't matter. He's in this film. Uh, I was read about the roles somewhat. Uh, the, the better player of the two who dies. And Anton played by Kadeem Hardison. Uh, Kenny's slightly better than I realized he would be. I thought he like got the scholarship to get Anton or something like that. Uh, But he was highly regarded on his own right. He just kind of slunk back in the shadow. Uh, And look, being right about something I saw shouldn't be an accomplishment, so let's just move on. (laughs) Let's let's set the stage here. Um, Gosh, this movie. So we start when they're kids, A and K all the way, which sounds like a regional commercial slogan for a business I probably wouldn't patronize. Uh, As kids, Kenny, uh, Marlon Wayans' character, uh, always defer to Anton, who's Kadeem since I just said that. I repeated it again, uh, but uh, in the in the game, so like we're seeing them play as kids in a game. Their their dad's the coach. Spoiler alert: Dad dies uh, of a heart attack. Um, not until later in life, I guess. But we don't. He dies off screen. Poor guy. Um, in the game, Kenny's wide open for the winning shot, and he kicks it out to Anton. Uh, who does like a bunch of fancy dribbling and misses the layup. (laughs) I thought for sure, Oh, there's no chance he misses this, right? but he did. (laughs) I don't know if that's how I would do this. Whatever. Uh, The subtext is barely sub. It's not subtle. Kenny defers to a fault. Anton is cocky. Uh, I don't think he needed to be cocky. (laughs) Like why speak yellow of the dead? Another spoiler alert. Dude's going to die. Uh, so suddenly it's years later, we're right in the middle of a Washington Huskies game. That's right, folks. We're using the real team. They play real teams the whole time. There are real coaches, uh, Dick Vitale's in it, Brent Musburger's in it. Um, I, I, what's his name? Uh, Lou Olson, I think is in it. And the coach for Georgetown, man, I should look things up, but I don't. Uh, they, it's it's like real. A lot of basketball-specific star power here. Um, Kenny and Anton both play for the Huskies, and we get a little bit of them grown up, still doing their thing. And that thing is an alley-oop reverse dunk at the buzzer to win the game. I laughed out loud at this. It's not intended to be funny. I mean, I, if it is, it's the most subtle joke in this thing. Um, but it's so funny that that would be the call. Like you could justify an alley to win a game maybe <laughs> maybe uh but the reverse dunk part of it it's like what are we doing <laughs> uh as they celebrate the announcers are talking about how anton's gonna be the first the first rounder uh anton is a star kenny is just setting him up uh so obviously off to the bar to celebrate here's where we get to meet the cast of characters on the team they don't get a lot to do in this movie and that's fine. <laughs> no one really has a lot to do except Marlon Wayans. Um, so there's like a short white country guy. He can't dunk. They make fun of him for that. Uh, there's a tall guy from Serbia who keeps saying he's seven feet tall. No chance. There's no way he's seven feet tall. Uh, a guy who p- never plays but thinks he's cool. <laughs> and then a couple, a couple others that I forget now. Um, while they're there, Kenny spills beer as Anton is doing some weird no-look shooting at a hoop that's inside the bar. I don't understand it either, people. It uh, Washington isn't some, like, powerhouse sc- basketball school where it would make sense to have a basketball bar. Uh, they haven't won anything since the 60s, according to the movie, which I assume is correct because Washington signed off to let them do this. <laughs> Why would they lie about it? Uh, and briefly when kenny spills a beer i was so worried that this was going to be the catalyst to his to anton's death because he obviously dies but does anton slip on beer that his brother spilled no (laughs) but it it was i i thought for sure it was gonna happen for some reason and i thought it would have been really funny uh instead it's a less funny thing uh he spills it on a girl this girl just magically is the subject of a bar bet that Kenny can get any number in there because this movie isn't subtle. Uh, He goes to hit on uh, this girl uh, of beer spilling fame and she turns him down. She does say that he's a great distributor in the off offense. um, So she respects his game. (laughs) Also tells him not to make bets. He can't win. Uh, I look, I like that he got turned down we'll get into the messiness of this later. Uh, but we've established the pecking order. Anton first, Kenny second, rest of the team. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we will find out that that Barbette girl is uh, a reporter for the school. JT St. John. <laughs> is, is that JT St. John? Now I'm in my head. It's a nonsense name. Um, I either miss it or they never explain whether she's like a real reporter for like or real seems mean like a reporter for like a local newspaper or if she is in school and covering sports for like the school paper. I don't, I don't know if this distinction matters to you, but to me, I, I think I need it to not be that She is a professional reporter going on dates with a college athlete. I, either way, I don't think she should cover a team uh, and then, a player on the team. I don't think that should work. I don't. I think that's a conflict of interest. That's wild. Uh, but who cares? This is the movie. Uh, back to basketball. It almost looks like real basketball. People, <laughs> just with uh, dramatic dunks. One dramatic dunk in particular is by Anton, who clutches the rim desperately for a moment before falling to the ground. Uh, he doesn't die right away, but this is like his. He has, like, a heart attack on the rim, just like his dad did. Uh, he dies on the way to the hospital, though, so they finish the game. Uh, Kenny gets the news as he's getting ready to go see him in the hospital. And uh, it's kind of brutal. Like, it, <laughs> this this movie says it's a comedy. This is a dark thing. It's not – and I don't know how you can't play it for humor, and they don't because you can't. <laughs> um. So now Kenny's struggling, obviously. Uh, and the Huskies are losing a lot. The best player is dead. Uh, so after a game, Kenny asked for, for his help, for Anton's help, uh, because I need you, kid. <laughs> and we're off. This Is is this another wish fulfillment movie? I think this counts. I'm pretty sure this counts. Uh, so Kenny does some venting to J.C. JC St. John. TC? J.C. JC St. John. Oh, no, I don't know her name the reporter who is a little too close to close to the player, uh, for my liking, uh, he vents to her, um, I practice things are still aren't good. And I, I have expected. So like he asked for help and there's like this wave of wind to signify asking you shall receive. <laughs> uh, but things don't like immediately happen. I thought the practice was bad. I, I, I was kind of surprised they slow played it, but I later would learn that it's because there's not a lot of movie here. It's weird, huh? Uh, So after the terrible practice, Kenny throws the ball in the air and never comes back down. And this poor ball boy is just waiting there forever for it to fall. Uh, But it's okay. I'm sure he just shook it off instead of wondering why a basketball disappeared. Uh, (laughs) Like, I want to hear that guy's story. Uh, No, I don't. I don't want to hear anyone's story in this movie in the way they're telling it. <laughs> so coach wants Kenny to step up, be the vocal leader that he's never been before, which is kind of insane to me because it's established that Kenny is a year younger. So he was in high school for a whole year without Anton. Like he could have become a leader then. He, shouldn't he have had to like, he, he would have had to be the man at some point. Uh, so I don't buy this, but whatever the theme is spoken aloud by our coach and it's that you don't have to play without your brother. So obviously he's being um, poetic, but in reality it's on his back and he's a ghost baby. (laughs) And so after like a really quirky game where Kenny plays well, we reveal his brother is behind some of that wacky, insane passes, accidental three pointer that they called a knuckle, knuckleball three pointer. And this shot's for the other team that has people like questioning reality, uh, which they should, by the way. Uh, none of this looks like it's subtle. It, it all is crazy. <laughs> My dog is barking upstairs. I don't know if it's uh, picking up on the mic, but whatever. <laughs> He's part of the podcast. Get used to it, people. Um, So things start to like take a turn here. I don't think it was ever really headed in the right direction, but we taking we're taking a turn. Anton reveals himself to Kenny. Kenny doesn't completely lose his mind. Uh, big big reactions from Marlon Wayans, of course, but he's not like going to therapy or anything. Which, let's be honest, he should. Um, he should. It should have been like prescribed to him by the the team, by the university, by anyone that cares about this kid. Uh, during a game, Anton's doing like straight up Looney Tunes level nonsense while the coach is talking with the team. It's so wild. It's so tonally doesn't belong in the movie that was happening before this. Uh, It made me think like, did they, did they have a movie written that was exploring this as a somewhat serious thing? (laughs) And then they cast Marlon Wayans and uh, Kadeem Hardison and, they decided to add jokes. I thought about that, but then if you look at the premise, <laughs> did they? <laughs> like, how could they have? It's, it's such a stupid premise. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think there is a version of this movie that's good. I thought about it for a while. I thought maybe I could find one. I don't think there exists. Um, I'm spoiling my verdict on this, <laughs> but oh shit guys, I didn't enjoy it. I did it to myself and it's my fault. Um, so now Anton starts messing with every everything like circus dunks, great passes uh, a charge <laughs> you gotta love a movie that decides to emphasize a charge like a basketball movie where a charge matters that is not for the layperson, person uh, not someone that doesn't care about basketball I would have loved it if they forced like a three in the key or some stupid penalty like that it would have been great or goaltending, people don't understand what that is I don't know Maybe people, maybe people do, and I'm uh, naive to who, what people are naive to. That's something. Uh, is it? No. Uh, a reporter notices Kenny interacting with uh, no one, which, yeah, that's problematic. He's appearing to have a mental break in front of everyone's eyes. And uh, Miss St. John doesn't do anything, uh, but she's concerned. At least someone is like showing some kind of consternation. Is that the is that the word? <laughs> Let's look it up. I need a brief break from talking about this sh- shitty movie. Consternate? Come on, Google. Let's open up. <sighs> so, how are you guys doing? Huh? Good. I'm just trying to keep my wits about me here. Here, consternation, feeling of anxiety. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Oh, I wonder if you guys heard a weird buzzing. It might have just been on my end. Uh, Where were we? She's concerned. Uh, They end up winning this must-win game at the buzzer with a second, last second alley-oop at the buzzer. <laughs> the fact that they, like, they barely won this game, and Anson did everything for them. He helped so much. I think maybe the Huskies suck. Maybe they shouldn't be allowed to do this. <laughs> maybe it's okay that they lose. Uh, I don't like it, Uh, the movie or the premise or uh, any of it. Kenny's post-game celebration with Anton makes the rest of the team worry about him too. Uh, They don't want to lose a tournament game because of his craziness. Uh, Things are breaking down because, well, he looks like he's losing it. Um, There's another cartoon-level sequence of an argument-slash-play-fighting with Kenny and Anton in front of the team. Uh, So now they're like, they can't put off addressing this. So they're like, okay, what's wrong, man? Kenny. So Kenny begs and to show himself to the team. So they believe him. Uh, So naturally we're going to make the short white guy dunk. And he does it. It looks insane. It's so insane. It's all bad. Why didn't I watch Hoosiers? Uh, And this gives him like a, Anton like free reign. Basically, he's operating unchecked. He turns this into the Anton show, and uh, it's like really weird. <laughs> turns out, it means that Huskies are good at basketball now. When you add in a six person, like guys, a lot of people don't realize this. If you add a six person 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 to a team, and they can do whatever the hell they want because they're supernatural, it turns out there's a positive impact on uh, the score your team will get and the other team will not get. (laughs) Uh, That was a great way to word it. Um, It feels like it was written for the movie. So we get... uh, All right, so let me just... We're going to get to this weird scene. I want to play it, actually. Let me see if I can pull this up. I'm assuming this is going to play... Audio wise. But if it doesn't, it's like an hour and five minutes in. Kenny is on a date with the reporter that he shouldn't be dating. Uh, and Anton is there messing with him the whole time. Because this is uh, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny level nonsense. So he goes to the bathroom and he, because he needs to talk to Anton. and He can't do it in front of her. So this scene happens. So right now he's at the urinal. And uh, this happens. Let's see if it's clear what's going on, and maybe I'll add some commentary if it's not. Let's 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 play it. Look, we've been through a lot together, and I love you more than anything in this world. But you gotta stop can't, popping up all the time and wanting to play. There's another person. i on a date. I can't play with you right now. He's looking at his penis. Gosh, why are you making it so hard? People starting to stare at me. You know something? Hey. I have the same problem. Trust me, my problems are a lot bigger than yours. That's right. Uh, weird. <laughs> There's a guy that is talking about. <laughs> uh, rewatching it just now, I, I it felt like longer in my head the the scene, but it's too long, anyways. I did I did laugh. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, this is the high point of this film for me. Um, so Anton's still like. Interfering, Uh, The team's getting fed up with it, at least most of them. One guy is going to get to go pro, and that's all he cares about now. Uh, Kenny says they need him, end of discussion. But our intrepid reporter, however, has noticed that the player never even touched the ball on a dunk during a game. First person to check out the physics of some of this. (laughs) And and then her expert lip reading uh, leads to her noticing that the guy tells Kenny to have his damn brother leave him alone. So now she knows this and she's got to talk to him. But first, at least I think I have this order right in my head. There's an intervention from uh, the team on Anton and Anton takes it poorly. He go, he like rages out, um, which I, I, don't, I don't think they establish. He has like anger issues before he dies. I'm guessing this is like vengeful spirit stuff. Um, they don't really ever say that. Uh, he just kind of loses his mind. And then Kenny takes a side again, um, deferring to his brother. Uh, So this is like the second time we just like, I, is this the second time or the first time? I think it is. So Ken, like Kenny tells Anton he could stay, which is, look, another option would be that maybe Anton just doesn't fuck with games. <laughs> but what do I know? This is, it's like, yeah we just straight up ignore people telling him not to help. I don't know. It, I just don't, it doesn't, it's stupid. Movie <laughs> stupid. Uh, he does seem to like re- rein it in a little bit until, uh, a, an important part of the game against Georgetown. Uh, they have a star on their team. He's going up for a dunk and he splats at the backboard, like Wiley e. coyote into a brick wall. Uh, And he's out for the game. Georgetown loses. And then Anton just kind of stares at him, which made me realize, like, they shot this in the 90s. I doubt effects were very good. I doubt he got to shoot this with anyone. So he was just standing in rooms, (laughs) looking at nothing, reacting to nothing. I bet that was just a really weird thing to film. Um, Yeah, I I don't think this was a fun experience. Uh, Kenny tells JC St. John, which maybe is her name. <laughs> I keep changing it up, <laughs> uh, that about Anton, uh, but she's obviously figured something out already. And she tells him to tell him to stop. He says he can't do anything about it. Blah, blah, blah. Anton does what he wants. Uh, but he knows he has to do it because literally everyone is telling him to stop him. So He talks to him. Anton's, uh, he tells him, uh, we'll forfeit if you're going to help he says they'll lose without him and I'm like well then we'll just lose and it's national championship time the stakes are high but they're willing to win it by themselves and uh it's the big game they're playing UMass so you could tell it's the 90s uh i don't fit i'm mean, sure. they still have a basketball team i haven't thought of them since marcus canby is that guy's name i know it's canby the canby man uh they're heavily favored to beat our beloved and cheating huskies. Um, without Anton, UMass is destroying them. Uh at halftime they're down, I forget how much, like 20 or something. And we get the big speech from Kenny that's never happened before. He's never stepped up and been the man that they, they will play with Anton. And then everyone starts to get mad. But hey, he's changed the meaning of that to the more subtle way his coach meant. Within their in their hearts, they'll have Anton. So they come back, they win. Anton's impressed, and just pieces out <laughs> the end. Dot dot dot. Ugh, I hated this movie, guys. Um, there's I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I could pick good movies. I could. This is my own fault. I did. I wanted to get cute and thought, hey, that would be a fun movie to talk about. It's not though. Um but i will i'll i'll think of some things why is why is this my favorite movie? why is this the greatest film of all time? <sighs> hmm. Here's what i'll say. There is something in the theme about him having to step up with the loss of his brother. I I do think there's something there. I think the the younger brother coming into his own without his oldest or brother is cool. And then if there's a ghost version of him, there, actually, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm not okay with it here. <laughs> um, but there, there, I think if you play this movie straight up in melodramatic nonsense, it's more fun or it, Cause I don't think the comedy works. I don't think it's funny to have your brother die on the court in front of you. And then you have to like live your life after. I don't think there's a funny way to do that. So it's always going to be um, too like fighting itself pr- from a premise. Then um, <laughs> that's why it's my, that's the reason it's my favorite movie. <laughs> it's one big note of what I don't like. Um, tone. No, I don't love that either. Um, I think Mar- Marlon Wayans is good in this. Uh, I actually think he's good at the dramatic moments in a way that surprised me. Obviously, we know with him, it, you're going to get the big, over-the-top comedic moments. They're broad and they're very him. And I don't dislike that. Uh, but the thing that I enjoyed more in this was seeing him be dramatic and playing it straight at times. And I, I like, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was, I thought he was good. Um, and I love a good sports movie. This isn't that, but I like them. <laughs> I got, no, I got nothing else. Uh, why isn't this my favorite movie? Listen to everything else I've said, but let me just be specific here. Tone. Tonally. It's a uh, strange, uh, if it leaned in one way or another, it's more effective. Maybe it's not. No. Uh, it's never going to be good. At its core, it's such a traumatic experience for him. There's nothing funny. And when Anton comes back and fucking haunts him and poses his will on him to win games, I don't think it should suddenly become a Looney Tunes cartoon either. It's just not. Um, the help Anton gives them in the games also, it's so bad looking. And I don't care about visual effects. That's not what that's not what I mean. People are doing things that are physically impossible. Not like, oh my gosh, he jumped higher than he's ever jumped. They're like jumping up and then falling back down, but then jumping back up again. Or their ball is flying away without them touching it. People should be catching on. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. People would shut this shit down because the Huskies broke physics. I need it to be slightly more believable. If it were animated, it would make more sense to me. It would need more jokes, but at least it would fit that it's on the screen. (laughs) This is happening. If it's animated, I don't have any other specifics. Um, Obviously the top five has, uh, is unchanged. (laughs) Uh, I'll run it down really fast. Number five, 13 going on 30. Let's see. I should I should flesh out this part when the movie itself is so frustrating, right? 13 going on 30. Uh I've thought about this movie a lot since we watched it. I, I think I still have issues with it in general. But I do think it's a fun fun time. I think Jennifer Garner's great. 10 Things I Hate About You, I have the same issue I I think with uh JGL. My my wife's favorite either him or John Krasinski. Or Michael B. Jordan. Um, you don't have to know what I look like to know that. That's I don't look like any of them. I don't. I don't fit her type. <laughs> in fact, there are three distinct looking individuals in that list, and I don't think they look like each other. Um, I still think it's it's just pretty good. I I love uh, Heath Ledger's performance in it. Uh, it. That really makes that movie number three is still frozen. Um, I, I've only had a week to think about it. I want to watch the second one. Um, and I, I still love it. I don't care. I know that it's, I, I now recognize the many flaws that it probably has now. Uh, and I don't care. Um, there's a nostalgia to it for me, even though I was, let's see, 2013 minus 1986, 27. Oh no. I do math for a living, um, but it's it's in a program. It's not, it's not like this. <laughs> it's not off the dome. Number two is still Glorious Bastards. Uh, I talked with uh, my friend Scott's wife Laurel on this. Um, she was the one that this was her favorite movie when when I talked to her, and I I told her like I get it now. I think it is my favorite Tarantino, uh, looking back, and it's probably my favorite movie set during the war or during a war. Um, I don't know if I consider it a war movie though. So like, I don't think this, that would be equivalent to like saving private Ryan. And number one is still everything everywhere all at once. Um, When this comes out, I wonder if we'll have a winner. I wonder if it won anything. It probably did win something, but top three scenes still the same. Rack scene, guys, everyone, Go see everything everywhere all at once so you can know what this Racka thing is. Uh, number four is still that pre-wedding. Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo scene from 13 Going On 30. It slaps, guys. I hate that I said it slaps because it doesn't really fit the theme of that, that scene. I love saying it slaps in general, usually about music. Uh, speaking of music and things that slap, <laughs> I Love You Baby song being sung by Heath Ledger. It's charming as hell. 10 Things I Hate About You. Number three. Number two is the French dairy farm farmer in, inquisition scene with Christoph Waltz from Glorious Bastards, and number one is the fanny pack scene. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It is awesome. I have no closing thoughts on this on this movie. I think this movie is bad. I think you shouldn't see it. And if you did see it for this podcast, I apologize. Uh, feel free to send in all of your hate mail to the address I've never given you. And uh I I will deserve that. Now it is time. <clears throat> get some water here. This is the this is the time everyone looks forward to, right? <laughs> <clears throat> this week's top five eulogy. As soon as I saw Kadeem Hardison blow up his finger like a balloon to distract Kenny While the coach was talking to the team to uproarious laughter from Marlon Wayans. I knew we'd be here. It was inevitable. You were inevitable. Like Anson, you too died on the court. The court of public opinion. You're 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. But as a noted member of the public, I give you a zero. While I did zero research, you feel like a reaction to Space Jam. But a reaction that maybe was delivered to you in a dream... Scattered and illogical. One that you say things like, I knew it was my house, but it didn't look like it at all, you know? Or Michael J. Fox was there with my old PE teacher and they both thought I should make a Space Jam Casper Hoosiers mashup for some reason. That's what you feel like. (laughs) You're bad. No. Not we're bad. You are currently bad. You remain bad. And I try as I might... I'll never be able to take that from you. (laughs) I hope you don't come back to haunt me, but I don't know how you can make my life any worse than having watched you. Twice. Goodbye. Forever. See you. Never. I never said the name of the movie in that. It's The Sixth Man. Did you catch it? (sighs) Next up. Next week. We got a big one two that's right we're watching two movies next week and i'm excited because it's wing night or it's guy's night not to be reductive or anything anyone can watch any movie they want but my friend scott and nate and i try to have regular monthly meetups uh it was wing nights before but we've come to mix in like breweries other hangouts and uh so maybe wing nights are the right term it doesn't matter this is guy's night we're all just winging it all right Um, as I mentioned previously we had a standing agreement between uh, those three me included (laughs) us three we were going to see Top Gun Maverick together life got in the way I mean life does find a way according to uh, shoot what's his name (laughs) The the guy I wanted to say Gutenberg but that's not it that's the other guy the other guy Um, doesn't matter. He's in Jurassic Park. He's the fly. He's in the apartments.com commercials. I can list his whole freaking resume. Anyways, life finds a way and life got in the way, but now it's time to get this thing done. Even if it looks a little different than we planned next week, double feature top gun and top gun Maverick. So everybody get ready and, uh, we're going to hear some sweet guitar riffs Is that the right song? I think it is. I believe that person that wrote that uh, passed away. That's sad. What a weird way to go out. (laughs) Oh, do I have any final thoughts in general? Not this movie. This movie's bad. Don't see it next week I'm going to try a zoom record for the first time. Try to get more guests in here. Cause you don't have to listen to me the whole time and you're welcome for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, tomorrow is the, the due date for my baby that is not here yet. And I am, uh, getting a little anxious. So I think the best way to, to fix that <laughs> is to finally in this episode, and never think about the sixth man ever again. And I give you permission to also never think of it again because I have that power. You're welcome. Also, I'm not going to talk about it on the show anymore. You're also welcome for that. Um, I think we need to go out on something more peaceful. So uh, what is that? (laughs) Uh, I could play a song. I'll play a song. Um, Here's something I've been playing, playing a lot because it's really chill music. Um, as we head over yonder let's listen to this song Over Yonder by Charles Wesley Godwin you guys have a great week I'll see you next week Top Gun Time bye A lonesome whistle keeping time from a train you'll never find. Headed over.